We're back. <laughs> We're back, everybody. Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. SJ. Tyler's back. Hey. What up? Yeah. I was uh, not feeling too good. Mm-hmm. Thought I came down with the the COVID. The vid. But I did not. I tested negative. So, good. Uh, I think somebody must have put some bad medicine on me out there. So I had to get washed off and smoked off and took me a couple of days recovery. Mm. Yeah. Glad you're back. Yeah, I feel yes. a lot better. But, oh, Just the flu or what? I don't really know, man. It was like a 24-hour high fever, mm. and then I just slept. Like, I mean, I was out. Mm. I was like Chris in a haunted house. God. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was drooling. After the lemonade. Had some lemonade. Golly. Yeah. Dang, man. I, I slept hard, <laughs> though, for real. I still and got then, that image of you laying on that desk, just out cold. A little string, a little spit string from yeah. the desk. <laughs> when he sat up. Nah. But uh, no, nah, I slept hard for, like, honestly, man. Like, I came home and just crashed and then uh, slept almost all day, like that Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then even Monday, I mean, I slept till probably noon. And then after that, it just kind of, that fever broke and. Had a good sweat, and that was it. Did anybody in your house get it, too? No, just me, Mm. which was Mm. weird. Yeah, that's why I came home with the mask and, like, I quarantined because I thought for sure I had it. Yeah. Nah, it sounded like negative. it too by your symptoms. Yeah, and all for sure. Because you 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 had it. Yeah, and, and it sounded similar to what I had. Yeah, yeah, but I took a home test and it said negative, unless I just didn't do it right. But I don't know. Twenty four hours later, I was all right. Mm. You know? and, and that's why I always say you guys got to live right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Things like that's going to happen to you. No. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> See? But we're glad you're back, Tyler. Yeah. I'm it, was, it, was, it was weird. It was weird without you. I don't know why. <laughs> but I'm, 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 glad that, uh, I'm glad you're back. And that last episode, man, it was pretty uh, pretty good. We skinwalker ranch. But what you got, Chris? <laughs> that was a good episode. I'm sad I missed that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we got... Uh, Oh, we got some uh, listener stories yeah. that oh, yeah. Chris and Tyler have received. I got one. Um, this is from Daniel Spencer. Man, that's a dark screen there, Chris. How can you read that? He he, don't, he he's don't in St. Paul, Minnesota. And again, uh, uh, he wanted to be recognized on this. So he said, like all young res kids, I smoked weed a lot. Mm. My family is kind of outdoorsy and survivalist, with my dad being a green beret. So I was hanging with my older bro watching movies. We saw we were running low on on the dank green. I decided to walk down to our dealer. <laughs> Mind you, I live like a mile and a quarter off the main road you have to go uphill then back a ways in the prairie of north central montana mm. so no street lights or anything just the darkness like like dark so there's a fog that rolled in oddly at night so i grabbed a glow stick and i start raving no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, he grabbed a glow stick and red, red and blue, tied them to my bag, and told my dad, "Let me know how far I make it before you don't see them." 
Now I throw on my headphones, jamming some music, no country music, because my mama raised me right. <laughs> oh, I, I pre-rolled pre a J for the walk because I needed it like that. Now, when I get to top of the hill, before I get to the main road, I decide to tie a glow stick to the P cord and act like I'm at a rave and wave them around all crazy. I'll stop and hide them and run over to a different direction and wave them around again. Did this for like 30 minutes, made it to my dealer, and he's all like, hey, bro, before... Be careful. Someone texts me saying they saw a UFO lights on Spencer Road. So I'm walking back and a cop pulls up next to me and was, Hey, you need a ride up home? We've been getting calls of UFOs on the road. I laughed and I said, I'm fine. Ha ha. That's his story. Seeing UFOs. I guess possibly so. seeing possible, UFOs. Yeah. yeah, possible UFOs. Hey, a question: Why do you get all the the weed stories, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. Do y'all think that Chris smokes out? <laughs> I guess when you say smoke off, or they say smoke, maybe they, they think, think smoke so. out. Oh, maybe. Well, I've had that too. Like I've said, smoke off somewhere. Like I've smoked myself off, and some people think it's uh, smoked out weed yeah i'm like no i don't smoke weed i would never i would never i would never think yeah. you smoke cigarettes and i'm so. like no like seed yourself yeah, off yeah. because like i go a lot of places so i i told somebody like yeah i just you know i smoke off sometimes and they're like like smoke out like how much you smoke i was like no <laughs> I no I, I smoke off with cedar or whatever so yeah, i'm surprised you didn't say like three ounces of cedar <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a okay so side little sidetrack there's somebody on tiktok smoking sage like a bundle of sage no i was gonna send that to you guys but i forgot but he had this big old bundle and he was smoking it that's gotta be he a was white blowing guy. it out i was like what the heck that's gotta be a white guy no it's not no <laughs> no, no. So Dang. I might try that. Trying to trying to get those lungs right. Dang. Well, that was crazy. Washing them lungs off. <laughs> Dang. So. <laughs> so Tyler, you got is that Chris? Is that uh, yeah? Okay. No, yeah. I you had one. That's pretty cool. Mine doesn't have anything to do with weed, but uh, this one was sent to me from Derek Morris, and uh, man, he's got some keen uh, Bigfoot stories on his um, personal page. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he wants me to shout that out, but. Um, yeah, he sent me this one, uh, just a couple of days ago. So he's like, I got a Bigfoot story. He goes, I unplug my phone. I grab my gear and head out to my car to go to work. The time is 4:30 AM. Same as every morning. When I step out on my front porch, I immediately notice a weird, pungent, strong, musky smell. I close the door and start walking down the gravel path to my car. As I come around the side of the house, I feel something is watching me. I can barely make out two tall, dark shapes in my side yard back towards the creek. The only light I have on me is my cell phone flashlight, and I fumble around and manage to take a short video before my phone shuts off dead. 
My battery was 100% charged for the day, same as it always is. But these two dark shapes look at me for about 30 seconds and just start staring and blinking. The first one turns and walks off through the woods, followed closely by the second. Still not sure why my phone died. And then he sent me the video. Did you get the video? I got a, a real quick video. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it's creepy. It's like um, you can kind of hear... And then, like, you know, like when you shine lights in, like, animal eyes, mm -hmm. um, the reflection, here's two of them. Dang. Were yeah. They, were they, I guess I didn't really, I mean, I I figured you, I, I didn't read really read the story, but, like, does it, in the video, I didn't see the video. I yeah, guess. I can show you all the video real quick. Well, hang on, there it goes. Send that to me, and I'll post Dang, it. Dang, that looks, there's two of them, too. Yeah, there's two of them. And it's only for, wow. like, eight seconds, and he said he would have got longer. Except is he his, closer? his uh, phone died mysteriously after being charged. Dang. A hundred percent. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I seen that, man. I was like, ooh. Yeah, it was. that was a cool video, wow. too, because you can see in the light. Mm -hmm. they're, they're like blinking. blinking, and then they just, yeah. like, this phone shuts off. So, yeah, Mado for that story. Appreciate uh, that. That was, that was a keen story. Who I was that? that one. Uh, that was Derek Morris. He's up okay. from around uh, Tennessee. Um, the Appalachian Mountains. He didn't give me like a town, but or, yeah, man, that there's a lot of stuff going on in that area, time, like that area of the country. But I had another story from our friend uh, Fred Pahami, that second fox guy. That oh, yeah, Pahami, uh, yeah. one Pahami. of the winners from Pawnee. Yeah, from, yeah. from Pawnee. So Fred won second place at the uh, the Pawnee. Uh, story contest. Uh, it's Fred Pamami. Yeah. He sent us another story. He wanted me to read this. And uh, his he said his, his Aunt Cheryl was killed in a car wreck, leaving Sack and Fox powwow one year. I went to go visit my Uncle Norman about a year later. And while we were talking, his home phone started ringing. I asked him, if he was going to answer it, he told me and my other uncle, no, I won't. It won't be anybody on there when you, when you do. So I walked over and picked up the phone and said, hello. I, it was just static. My uncle said, see, it's Cheryl. She used to call home before she left work to see if I needed anything from the store. Mm. She still calls at 445. Scared scared me out. It was, that phone was 445. Wow. Dang. You know, and I just wanted to make a comment on this story. You know, I have heard a lot of stories just like this. Not, you know, in particular, but, you know, getting... Phone calls, you know, from the other side, you know. So, you know, I do know that this happens. I know this is real. Mm. And, um, again, you know, I, I I think we ought to do an episode on, on, on you know, something like this, mm. you know, maybe later on down the road. So, again, I, Fred, I want to thank you for that story. And we definitely will want to try to do a show around that maybe down in the future. So, again, I want to say Mado. And a hoe. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate that. One For of sure. my favorite shows of all time is the old Twilight Zone. Um, 
you know, with Rod Serling. And there's an episode where this kid gets a like a Chris or a birthday gift or something from his grandma that died, and it's a phone, and then she calls him. Whoa. But the crazy thing, and she tells him to like do all these things, and like, um, like the grandma like wanted to. It's kind of like a. I'm trying to remember exactly how it plays out, but like, the grandma was like jealous of like the mom or something like that, and she wanted the little boy to like love her more, and so um, she tells the little boy on the phone like, "You should come and visit me," and then like basically tells him to go play in traffic, and then he gets hit by a car and killed. <laughs> Like that's oh, really? the story. Yeah, it's a crazy episode, man. Have you seen the black phone? I have, have not. You, have, you I seen have that, not. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that the one that you went to and didn't invite us to? I know what. Or was that Smile? It was Smile. Oh, I remember smile that. Good. Yeah. Barbarian's good too. Said, yeah. Nope, it's good. Didn't even get an invite. I know you were what. watching Bigfoot Spot the weekend. <laughs> ah. no, I'm just no. <laughs> no, I, I said prom- Tyler, come out. No, I'm busy. <laughs> Put those curtains up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> twisting that thing on it's the movie night. on the blinds. It's YouTube Twi- night. I had another story, but I'm gonna ask Mister uh, Yahola if he could read it for me. Yeah, so this uh, this story is from is it's from uh, Monty Leaf. Um, so this I guess the story happens when she was six years old. Uh, she's 52 years old now, uh, but basically back uh, she goes. My mom and uh, my mom and I were driving to get my dad. Uh, to get my dad at his drop-off from work. She had to pee really bad in front of a church and told me to let her know when a car was coming. Um, It was almost dark, and I sat in the front seat holding the cigarette she lit. I heard her say, go, go, get, go, go. And basically, she was uh, chunking chunking rocks underneath the the door of the car. Uh, uh, Basically, she says, uh, I crawled onto the hood of the car and seen a dog wagging its tail. She screamed really loud and grabbed me off the uh, off the car. Uh, the dog had a face of a man. Mm. Whoa. Whoa. And uh, she said, I guess it's back in 1976. Uh, but she said that we ran a half mile to the pickup site. She let me down, uh, ran in the house and told the deacon of the church what we saw. And, and as that you know happens, her dad walked up, heard the conversation, and took the deacon's wife, uh, or the deacon took his wife inside. And my dad said never to speak of what they encountered that night. Um, the men also they also went out there to to see what what was going on. Um, but she said she didn't know really what happened that night. Um, but she said this is the only this is literally the fifth time she's only ever shared that story. Whoa. But that that's a that's a great story. Mm. Um, that reminds me of that reminds me back of some old Yafala stories back in the day of you like basically you know almost being somebody that was like shifting I guess mm-hmm. or about to shift or you know coming off a shift you know I say by shift I mean like shape shift but like you know I, I've heard stories about times where dogs would show up and they'd have gold teeth mm. you know they'd smile the dog smile real big get patted and loved on and and they smiled and had a gold tooth, and that's that's out of how do you follow? That's over at actually, you know, that extra story, you know, not to give a plug, but on October twenty first, that story that I just told you guys about the dog with the gold tooth, uh, that's where that event will be uh, out there, October twenty first. Um, so, but yeah, no, those those types of stories to me are the I love those stories. 
Because you just never know, you know? <laughs> like, dang, you'd be walking up, it'd be a cat or, you know, or some type of something. And, and it's like, oh, you never know. That's your neighbor. Mm. You know? So that's crazy. You know, that's a great story, though. Thank you. Uh, if I pronounce your name wrong, I apologize, but Monty Leaf. Appreciate that. Might be Mo- Moni Leaf. Moni Leaf. Thank mm. you. Thank you for that. Awesome story. Yeah, we'll be in Ufala the 21st. We'll be in Okmogee the 22nd. Well, that's what uh, I liked about that uh, that story. You know, it. You know, we were later on. You know, I know we're going to do an episode on uh, uh, Dog Man later. You know, mm-hmm. next episode and stuff. So to me, that's kind of like a good starting off point. You know, mm-hmm. later on for that. But you know, I know. Uh, you know, everybody's been asking us, you know, and, and we, we try to do our very best to, you know, share the stories that you guys sent in and, and try to, you know, read them and stuff like that. You know, we, we appreciate all our listeners, you know, uh, when we were down in Porm, you know, we, we got, you know, uh, hit by, you know, some listeners, you know, and mm-hmm. they were telling us how much they enjoyed it. And we appreciate hearing that kind of feedback, you know, that, that you know maybe you know we brought you know some some kind of happiness to to people you know giving them back memories of their their grandpas and their uncles and their aunts you know real 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 good to hear those kind of things and you know i i just want to you know acknowledge each and every one of you guys that came out and you know told stories to us too you know i i think that's amazing so you know, I just wanted to say thank you for that. And I know Russell had, you know, a few things to say, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for having us over there. It was a great powwow. We got to MC with Chris Hill. We got to help out with that. And then we got to meet a lot of cool people that came up to us and then even wanted to do some events and everything. So We even got to sign some autographs, oh, and then, too. Yeah, 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 we had a fan. Shout out to Rusty Gertie. Thank you so much for coming up to us and just being a big fan yeah. and letting us sign your poster. I thought that was really cool. So we're shouting you out right now, man. Uh, appreciate you. Really appreciate the love. And we're glad, we're glad you enjoyed the content. And um, keep listening. Keep listening. And hopefully we see you down the road to even more events. Um, and then we had a lot of stories that we got recorded. So. Uh oh! Oh my Damn. goodness! That scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Dang! Dang. Those spirits start talking to these guys now. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, crazy, crazy. You want to know why they call me Deuce? Because he be deucing yeah. out of here. Yeah. Oh, give God. give that just a second. You might start <laughs> wafing over your way. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? He said that. <laughs> no. It might be creeping, creeping your yeah. way. It's like in cartoons, man. Yeah, whole... Under your nose. <laughs> yeah. Dang, Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> they know it was scary, man. Well, that was a good lead into to. I mean, to go the ahead. Stories. Okay, well, so to what we're getting ready to talk about, yeah. Well, like um, that was so an Amber Alert. I wanted to. uh you know, say about Porm. Thank you, everybody, for coming up to us and telling us some stories. Uh, we got to record a few stories, and uh, we're going to play that for you right now. My name is Jeremy Merriman, Osage Ponca. And um, I got a little ghost story from the Pawnee Reds. Hey, there we go. Okay. And um, 
There's a college there, Pawnee Nation College. I used to go to that college. It's, there's a parking lot by this college. And in that parking lot, there used to be a uh, playground. And before that college was a college, it was a, they had made it into homes, like apartments, houses or something. There's apartments and houses out there. But um, I remember playing on the playground with other kids and was playing tag and chasing each other, doing whatever. But I remember at one point we all had to, we got quiet and was like, who is that? Who's making all that noise? Like, who's, where's all that laughing coming from? Like, we're all sitting here being quiet. And then I turn around and the merry-go-round is spinning and we mm. all look and as you can hear the kids, but there's nobody there. Dang. Hmm. Yeah, I know Russell kind of caught something on TikTok with that, you know, with the, with the merry-go-round. But let me ask you this question. Um, in that, in that, uh, in the, the, the college, was it the Pawnee College? Um, in that building, is is there like a certain type of ghost in there? I mean, we, we kind of got a tour of it. Uh, have you heard anything or have you seen anything, you know, or heard someone say something, anything about that? Well, I've, I've been into the, the boys' dorm, and it's kind of next to that playground, too, in the area. And um, I remember me and some other children... Maybe it was, I was a teenager, matter of fact, at this time, and they was teenagers. But us and our dad went went to the basement, and something just like freaked us out, like made us run out of there. And so it was just like, and I remember going down in into the basement. It was completely dark down there, and and uh, I remember thinking, people always said, "Don't go in these pla- don't go in these buildings." Like, wonder why. And about that time. About that time, I just remember just feeling something like just saying, get out of here, go, you got to go. And then just something's like eerie. It was just like an eerie feeling in the air, and it was just like you had to go. So we all just ran out of there. Yeah. Man, we we, we actually did a tour of that. Uh, We got a tour of that. And have you ever, I guess let me ask you this question. Have you, in those old boys dorm underneath, have you been underneath that, you know, where they had like the showers and stuff? you ever been down there? I was in the, let's see, the. Let's see that. Well, right when you go downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that was kind of where it's where it got kind of eerie at down Man. there. One time when I was a teenager too, also I remember this. This was always like it was so it was so freaky. It really was. It was in a reservation of North Dakota, Fort Berthold. I think yeah, it was Fort Berthold, and they have a, um, a cemetery up there. These Rickaroll Scouts. That um, you know, that got killed during Custer's last stand by the Sioux and the Cheyennes and all the all the other tribes that were there, you know, helping that little last roundup or whatever you call it. His last stand, they said. Yeah, but yeah. so all his scouts was buried on the on the, on this road, and we when we was going to a powwow, and we pulled over and stopped. And we get a look at, we get get up there and was looking at the sign. It was bloody knife, and like it's common. If you know, it's familiar with the story. You know, it's one of his customers' favorite scouts. But him and his little his a uh, scout team was in there at their cemetery. Well, we get out and we start walking towards there. And about that time, every door in the vehicle we was in it was in a van just popped open. 
Wow. And it was like, and about, at that time, we just all looked at each other and just jumped in and just left. Yeah. Just floored it and got out of there. Wow. Wow. That's crazy, dude. That is pretty crazy. Man. Whoa. Just to, just imagine the history, man, in that in that moment. But also too that happening to you too as well. She Have you ever been to the uh IHS basement when you were younger? In Pawnee? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That that was the most scariest part, like, cause my grandma would send me down there to get us some sodas and it always seemed like nobody was ever down there. The lights were always flickering. And it was so gray and dark down there Yeah. when I was a kid. And uh, I just remember just having, like, this eeriest feeling every time I would go down there and get us a drink. And, of course, the soda machine was all the way at the end of the other hall when yeah. you come down yeah. the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> well, it like, just feel like there's, like, that. little people or something looking around the just corner. Someone watching you, yeah. You know? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it was so, oh, man. I'll never forget that feeling. But Pawnee is super scary. Yeah. Yeah. The tribe used to be super scary because there was no lights around before the college was there. It was complete darkness out there. And I do remember that playground, that old playground you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and they tore it out yep. with a parking lot there. Yep, yep, yep. So. Man, wow. Yeah, you came with some, you came with some heat, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, I've heard some crazy stories about that place, too. Like, there was an old tunnel that, that came right, right out there, and that those children used to escape out of that out of that boarding school through a secret tunnel and get out of there and they, they would get catch the kids out they was they start hunting the kids where they take off mm-hmm. yeah man wow Ooh, that's pretty good on a, yeah. a lot of history yeah i like that a lot of pawnee history yeah. for yeah. sure well we appreciate you coming on man yeah yeah, yeah. thank yeah. you thanks for having me yeah, yeah of course appreciate that yep yeah, if you want to go ahead and if you want to go ahead and you know put you know you know uh, if you you got anything to plug or anything. Now you good? I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'm good. All right, man. Appreciate you. If you have another story or anything, let us know. Do this powwow. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you. Okay, I'm Margaret uh, O'Kelly. I'm from Fort Gibson, Oklahoma. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I'm Comanche and Osage. Actually, relocated to Fort Gibson. Okay. Yeah, my husband was from Fort Gibson. He was Cherokee. And actually, it's not my story, but it's a story I heard from my uh, sister's husband. Okay. And it happened down in Mountain Scott, around Mountain Scott. Hmm. That's uh, north of Lawton. And uh, my brother-in-law and his Bobby's, his friends, they were uh, playing pool at the VFW, pretty late. Actually, they played all night, I guess. (laughs) So they were on their way home, and maybe four or five o'clock in the morning, driving along there, going, taking one of their bobbies home, and uh, passing around Mountain Scott. There's a lot, refuge area, National Wildlife Service through there, and. So they were kind of careful because there's buffalo in that area and stuff, other animals. And so there was an old stone house that, uh, I guess it's uh, on the National Historic side of homes and all. And so they were coming around the corner, getting approaching that old stone house. And they saw an old lady 
kind of look on me, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Standing on the roadside, and uh, they stopped, and they said, oh, somebody's got you, Grandma. And uh, they said, yeah, they're see who it is and so they pulled over they said, Gaku, where are you going I'm going home oh we're going this way well that's where I'm going I'm going that way okay they think nothing of it they didn't think she was going to that old stone house but anyway they picked her up Gave her a ride, was giving her a ride, and she was quiet, this old lady sitting back there in the mm. back seat, and they're going along. And they come around, they was approaching that stone house, and they passed it, and she didn't say nothing, and they didn't say nothing, and they thought, oh, wait a minute, where's your house? So they pulled over again, and she didn't say nothing, and they pulled over again to see if that was her house or, or her house was get, they were getting close to her house and uh, she said I was said, asked to uh, make a no, request uh, uh, that's not my anyone house. from the so they went on. powwow committee and they were and talking they hit the about themselves all the bobbies talking about their so pool game and just going on here? and talking anyone laughing and having committee? a good time so they remembered oh also, the they singers pulled over again, and they were going to ask her coffee. where to go, and she was gone. Anybody? Whoa! So she was. From the so they community. were driving by the house, and they nothing like she was just gone. Once they went to turn back to ask her where where her house was, she was gone. Nothing there. Oh <laughs> nice. wow! That's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> wow! They sobered up real quick. Yeah. Hey, right. yeah. yeah. Golly. Of wow. Of course. Wow. Well, yeah, we appreciate that. You, you got any other stories for us, or you just, is that the only kind of only one that you you want to share? That one always stands in my mind. I don't know why it always stands in my mind. To tell oh, us. Uh, yeah, to tell us. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, same fellow, my brother-in-law. My sister was the one telling me all these stories, and she said he decided to go fishing early one morning. So he, he him and his bobbies, of course. They load up to go fishing, and uh, it's a place they like to go around Mount Scott, that area. And they got all their stuff together, their fishing poles and all that stuff, and put it in the trunk and headed out to their favorite place, and they were there at the fishing hole, having a good time talking. They weren't playing pool, but they were, you know, out, out, out where they wanted to be, getting ready to fish. So... Uh, they heard a big splash. They thought, oh, it's one of those great big frogs that you catch <laughs> to eat, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. And so they thought, hmm, big old frog. And pretty soon they saw the waves kind of separating in the the water, separate like that. And they thought, hmm, a frog coming over here, I guess. A frog's coming toward them. They looked again, it's kind of getting shiny in that water. Reflection was coming off the moon, kind of like that big bright moon over there. They could see, pretty soon they looked real good, and that water just kept going sideways, you know, like something was coming in the water. Wow. So they looked, came closer and closer, brighter and brighter, and they could see it. It would start coming up out of the water like that. And they looked at each other, and they thought, nope. 
Time Whoa. To, time, time to end this little fish. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Got up. They got it ran. They actually ran back to the car. They took up, left all their gear there and didn't look back. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, got in the truck, went home. The next day they went back to get their stuff. And uh, everything was gone. All their fishing holes, mm. all the straps, everything was gone. Wow. Dang. Another good one. That's a yeah. Wow. Pa- hey, <laughs> poor hey, poor and powwow is doing, yeah. doing some good, <laughs> telling some good stories. But Mount Scott, that area, is an old camping ground where Comanches used to camp and stay in that area. And there's a lot of caves around there, a lot of, a lot of happenings around that mm. area. Wow. Wow. Well, we appreciate you uh, sharing your stories. We, yes. Yeah. That we mean yes. that means a lot to us and. You know, we don't get a lot of, I mean, we haven't heard a lot of Comanche stories, so, mm-hmm. yeah, especially out of that area. We appreciate it. Thank you. I got one more I, I remember now. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's my sister's, my older sister. She she actually went to Bacon when, in 56, but she, uh, she and her friends, they liked to stomp dance. I don't know where they learned it, but they they liked that. Mm-hmm. That, that was something they, they had heard, and one of the fellows that she knew actually picked up how to sing. Stomp dance songs. He was he had a real good memory, a real good sharp guy, and he knew those songs. So they liked to go up to the top of Mount Scott and, and stomp dance. And uh, so of course late, early in the morning, two o'clock, and they loaded up in her friend's car. Her friend uh, had a little Ford, but it was full of Indians. <laughs> A little car, but a lot of kids in there. It's like a clown car, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they got, got up to the top of Mount Scott. Boy, they start dancing, having a good time, got their little fire going. Mm-hmm. It's really singing. All right, we're about ready and to start getting soon, ready. This uh, is our first somebody call fell back. for all dancers and they said, wait, somebody's falling back. Oh, uh, they, they even Line actually had shell shakers too. Uh, Mr. Gertie, a couple of the ladies hands. learned to shake shells. They, He's going to be lining everybody that. up for grand entry. Sound good. Everything sound good. Pretty First soon they start hearing some clickety clack. Clickety clack. Start getting clack. ready. And somebody fell back. Ready I said, to get started somebody here fell just back. Just a little bit. Clickety clack. What oh? Start looking back. There's a lady back there. She's dancing with him. Oh. Clickety clack. Wow. They looked down. Registration. They saw these deer hooves. Right oh. oh, my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> they got back in that little fort and took off. Man, they was out of there. Yeah, they were gone. <laughs> they turned in that corner down Mount Scott. Man. Russell, come on now. Good. Man. Yep. Well, we appreciate that. Yeah, wow. we appreciate we that are, one. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm... Got some... Three great stories yeah, right there. Very keen. We appreciate <laughs> that. Old time stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comanche stories. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Hi, my name is Kim Taylor. I'm uh, from Honey Grove, Texas, which is on the other side of Paris, Texas. But um, uh, my grandmother uh, was I'm not really sure where she was born and raised, but I know my mom was born somewhere around the roof, Oklahoma. This is all in Choctaw, the Choctaw uh, Nation area. And um, I, I remember a bunch of stories my grandma used to tell us when we were little. These were our bedtime stories. Mm. And uh, why she told us these for bedtime, I don't know. But 
<laughs> she told us, and uh, I remember them. And uh, I know one uh, one story I remember. She used to always tell us that you know, for us to go to sleep, <clears throat> for us to go to sleep, because um, when they were out there, my mom she was born in this cabin over there in Roof, Oklahoma. And it was not in the city of Roof. I mean, if you've ever been to Roof, it's real small anyway. But they were born, she was born somewhere outside of that area that was in a, in a cabin and on top of a hill, she always says. And my grandma used to tell us that whenever um, it would start getting dark, uh, she would tell the kids to come in. Because if not, the bears that walk on two legs would come get them. And then sometimes that night, she said, the bears that, that walk on two legs would come and bang on the on the uh, cabin because they lived in, in a one-room cabin and they would come and, and they would come and, and bang on the walls and hit the door and just stuff like that and she said they didn't have any windows because it's just like a cabin that's how they lived and and um, she, it was my grandma and, and my mom she was little and then some of my, my couple uncles and aunts and so my grandpa I guess he worked because he wasn't there whenever all this was going on it was just my grandma and a bunch of kids and uh, so, yeah, she would tell us that story. And for the longest time, I never knew what she talked about. All, all I ever just imagined was these, you know, regular bears that were coming out of the woods, knocking on the door or banging on the walls or whatever it was. Until later on, I realized that all this time she was talking about Bigfoot. Ooh. And so it was Bigfoot that was coming out, out of the wood line and coming, banging on their walls, Man. knocking on the doors, stuff like that. And that would happen, I wouldn't say every night, but she said it would happen, you know, like... Every other, maybe every other day or something like that, just whenever they were around. Ooh, wow, wow! So, so I mean, she and that's when she was a little, a little girl, um, or is it, was she older? No, she was older. My oh, my okay. grandma, yeah, my yeah. mom was little. She oh, okay. was she. My mom said she doesn't remember because she was like a little girl, maybe one or two years old, something like that. But uh, I don't know how old my grandma was. So this is way back in uh, maybe nineteen thirties. I'm mm. thinking somewhere around there. Okay. Maybe 1940, something like that. Wow. So, you know, everything's still, you know, not populated. Yeah, and there's yeah. not a lot of light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if you go to Roof today, that's probably still like that, too. I, we go there every once in a while, and my mom's like, yeah, I lived way back there, back in that wood line back there. I'm like, God, no wonder Bigfoot was <laughs> Dang, back there. there's no road back there. <laughs> yeah, there ain't nothing back there. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, so we, we spoke earlier, you know, kind of just briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you said you had another kind of w- weird thing like that too about a road, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, my grandma said uh, when her when she when she was little, so she's maybe about ten or twelve, something like that. Uh, her and her brother would have to walk, and I'm not sure where it was. She never did say what town they they lived in, but they would have to walk to the next town, and they would have to go through the woods. Well, there's like a little uh, like a wagon trail. That's what it was, a wagon trail, and they would follow the wagon trail. Uh, you know that leads them to the next town to go by food and stuff and they come back to the to wherever they lived at and um she said one time they there was this she called it like a brown looked like a brown slug that was laying across that road and she said it stink real bad and they didn't know what it was so they were kind of scared so they walked all the way around it and she said that thing stinks so bad that you could smell it for miles mm. and so they went into town and they told the sheriff hey there's something in the road um it's laying in the road and it stinks real bad and they don't know what it is so they came out with her the, the sheriffs came out with them to see what it was and it wasn't there mm. and the thing had moved and all this time I, I i had always imagined it being the slug because that's how she described it was the brown slug and that it stink you know for miles not and now i realized that she was talking about bigfoot bigfoot was laying across the road just laying there you know asleep you know 
and this is like uh, in the in the evening time too. Mm. So I guess it just laid laid there. <laughs> I know it had somewhere cool to lay. I guess. Wow. Yeah. So it's just wow. laying anywhere in the woods. <laughs> so and I know and I'm sure I'm speaking for Russell here, but he you said you had something had to do with uh, some. Uh, Star people, extraterrestrial. You said you had something. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. were talking about that when you had <laughs> briefly mentioned it. So, yeah, my grandma told me uh, one time they they saw something that was real shiny in the sky, and like it crashed in the woods. So um, then, well, this is when she was little too. So I'm not sure when this happened. Uh, I mean, everything's like in the maybe 1920s, maybe because she was still little. She was born in 1915, mm. and so she said um, a lot of people walked to her that that crash was in the woods they found they they walked over there a lot of the Choctaw people walked over there and there was a Choctaw man uh, an elder elder man he went up there and, and they said it looked like a silver bullet and it was shiny and it was silver and it just she said all she could just see it as a silver bullet just standing up whoa and the man went and he touched it and he disappeared like he disintegrated and they all got scared whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah she said they all got scared and everybody just ran and scattered and they came back the next day because they had to go to the towns to tell the uh, the sheriffs and the police whatever they were you know the sheriffs and they all came back with a news reporter and everything that thing was gone they never saw the Choctaw man again the the elder and they said it just left a big old round circle in the ground and they never saw it again Oh my goodness! Yeah, and I tried to look for that one. I couldn't find anything about like anything written about it. But I never, I, I didn't know what year it happened. And she said she doesn't, she didn't remember at that time what year it happened. But she remembered it happened. Yeah, that's so. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Russell and I. Yeah, Russell and I looked at each other like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Right when he touched mm-hmm. it. That's yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. So he, he just yeah he said he just disintegrated just like he was just like gone that was it. Wow. And um, and my grandma, she used to see a lot of stuff in the in the sky, and and uh, she said one time there was this this witch that they were having. It wasn't a powwow, just more like a like a family gathering or something. They were just out there, just um, having a fire pit and stuff like that. And there was this fireball that just went screaming across the sky, and it was laughing like ha ha ha, like almost like a witch mm. laugh, right? But it was just laughing as it was screaming across the sky. And then she's also told me that when her and her brother were little. Um, they went out to the woods and they saw this uh, lady and I don't know how how this happens but she went out there they they, they were hiding behind this tree and this lady she went in there and she cut her stomach open took out her guts put her guts in a bucket and then she started flying floating away flying away so yeah that's some yeah that's some that's some powerful stuff right there and and so her and her brother went over the ran over there got the guts and they threw it and fed it to the pigs. So when she came back looking for her guts, and this was like earlier, like uh, early in the morning, you know, before the sun starts uh, coming back up, um, they heard her screaming around the, in the woods, ah, ah, and just screaming around and chalked out and, and saying, uh, you know, like, like, where's my stomach? Where's my stomach? And but she's all this isn't chalked out oh, that they're man. speaking, and that she's screaming and hollering around, and finally, I guess she died. They said that they just heard her go. Ah, Oh, one last scream, and then that was it. And they didn't find her body or nothing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. we ca- so we came to this podcast or this powwow, and we are getting some heat. Yeah. <laughs> this is some serious heat. I appreciate that. Yeah. Sure. Wow. Sure, yeah. Wow. And uh, and I know you were saying something about Dear Woman that the other lady was telling you about Dear Woman. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start looking around now. Yeah, yeah. Start hearing that clack clack. <laughs> My uh, mine's probably not as as 
scary as hers was because uh, I just remember my grandma used to tell us, you know, not to go out night, not to go walk around at night because, you know, there's uh, there's people, that, there's things that are out there that, you know, you don't know and stuff like that. She said when they used to go out, um, they always had to look at the feet because uh, she said one time they ran into this lady and, and um, she had like a shawl wrapped around her and she had a real pretty long hair and everything. She, they said she was pretty like a pretty young lady. And uh, her, her mom told her, don't look at the feet, don't look at the feet. And she didn't understand why until later on her, her, her mom told her, you know, that's deer woman. And she was like, well, what do you mean? She said, yeah, if you look at their feet, they have hooves. And if she sees that you look at her, she's going to run over there and stomp all over you until you die and kill you. Mm. So, so she always told us not to look at the feet. And is that, and what, what is it, who does that come, is that a, what nation is that? Is that's Choctaw. Choctaw. Yeah, that's from the Choctaw form. I don't know any, uh, like, I know, I know every tribe has one a version mm-hmm. like that, but for the Choctaw version, it's, it's that, you know, don't look at the feet because they come, they'll stomp all over you. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we always grew up, yeah, not looking at people's feet. Man, <laughs> straight ahead, huh? Straight ahead. Yeah, straight ahead. <laughs> I have another one. My son told me to, he reminded me to tell you, when when my stepdad, um, they lived over there, uh, somewhere around Osage Nation, because uh, my stepdad was Osage. Um, when he was little, five years old, him and his mom uh, went to go look for his dad. And his dad, it was probably like, I think they said it was almost like a five-mile walk, because they had to walk back then. And... Uh, she went to go look for him at the bar because he, he was at the bar so she went to go had to go get him so they had they had to walk and when they walked there was like a little creek on the side of them and they could hear stuff uh, splashing in the water playing around laughing and then he said he heard he could hear them whispering to him you know you know like that mm. but the, but his his mom couldn't hear she could hear the splashing and everything but she couldn't hear the voices and the talking like he could and she kept saying, he kept saying, yeah, I hear them. They're laughing. They're laughing. And, and she was like, don't listen to them. Don't listen. Don't even look over. Don't listen to them. And they just kept, had to keep on walking all the way up until they got to that place um, to, to where um, her husband was, you know, where his, where his dad was at. Because uh, she was telling him, don't look over there. That's the little people. The little people come get you. Mm. But she couldn't hear them. She could only hear the splashing, but she couldn't hear them talking where he could. He could hear them like whispering. He could hear them laughing and giggling and stuff like that. I guess trying to entice him to come into the to the water with them. Mm. Man. Some heat. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The heat coming wow. out. Yeah. <laughs> God. <'cause laughs> yeah, it, it makes yeah, it makes me nervous too. I'll, I'll be shaking. I know. I know. Yeah. I got goosebumps over here. Yeah. Man, yeah. we appreciate that, man. Wow. You uh, um I guess I guess that we don't really have I mean I'm I'm from uh, the Cherokee and Creek, and he's Pawnee and Oto, and so mm-hmm. we don't hear a lot of these types of you know things. And so, I, Russell, I don't know what you kind of think about that. Yeah, I don't think we've had like a lot of Choctaw stories. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. We got to look through our TikTok and stuff because a lot <laughs> of people from everywhere post or they comment on our videos and stuff, and they have similarities to what we talk about or like their version of what it is. So. Uh, it's it's interesting to hear like everybody's take on, you know, what they were listen what what they were brought up to and uh, their elders telling them stuff. So yeah. it's it's interesting to hear all this, man. I enjoy it. Okay. I'll tell you another one, uh, one more. And, uh, okay. Um, when, when my grandma my grandmother um, had a stepmom, um, because her mom passed away, so you know they got remarried and stuff. So her her stepmom was a witch. Mm. So she wanted to pass on that gift to my grandma. She took my grandma to the woods, and they went to some kind of pond beside a big tree. And she did something and started talking, some kind of incantations or whatever in Choctaw. 
and this big old thing came out of the water, almost looked like a like a giant slug. Whoa. To her, everything looked like a slug, so I'm not sure what came out of the water. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, because, you know, that's the best way she could describe it, you know, back mm-hmm. then. So this giant slug came out of the water, and she, she was telling my grandma she's going to pass on her gift to her. And all she had to do was drink something out of the water, out of that pond, and then she'll have that gift from that slug that's supposed to pass on that, that witchcraft. Mm. And so my grandma looked at the, that slug, and she said, no, I don't want it. And she ran. So... I always tell my mom, yeah, imagine if she would have took the gift. We would have been like lines of witches. I could yeah. be a witch right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> she passed on that gift. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that gift. <laughs> Man, wow. Yeah, but that could have been, yeah, because it was the, the stepmom, and then it would have been my grandma, then it would have been my mom, and then me. So it's all about, yeah, it's just all about yeah. a choice, really. Yeah, so I'm glad she wow. did. Yeah. But, uh, and then one more, and then, because along with those witches, um, and I don't know if it's, if it's where this one came from, but. My mom, I mean, my grandma was in the woods with, um, I think this was her mom that she was with, and they were walking in the woods, and she saw this old lady looking at her, and then she started wiggling her fingers to my grandma, and she said she felt something in her back, like something like, like just wiggling all in her back, and it felt real weird, and, and then they went home, and then she told her mom, you know, I saw that lady, and she started pointing at me and doing something, and then my back started feeling real funny. So her mom took off her shirt, and her hair and her back grew an inch. So they had to cut it off. So she don't know what that what that meant, what that was, or Ooh. or anything. So yeah. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. we're me and me and Russell are pretty speechless over here. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she had a lot of stories like that. Wow. Um, just. And they're they're like little short stories, but because she would just jump from one story to another to another to another, mm-hmm. and just yeah, tell us all her stories, like stories when they used to live in the church and um, it, like an encampment. The Choctaws would live at a church, uh, like in the building or something, and things would play with her hair. The, they would play with her bobby pins. Uh, she would wake up, her hair would be braided, uh, mm. just stuff, just weird stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So. A lot of great stories. Man, a lot of great, yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of great stories. Respect to your, your grandmother, yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she had a lot of a lot of good stories. Wow. I, yeah, I don't awesome. have any, yeah, I don't have any myself because we grew up uh, in the Christian church, so I think we're saved. We're saved, and so God kept all that stuff, you know, scary stuff mm-hmm. away from us. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just, I mean, you just never know. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, but yeah. we appreciate you, um, you know, sharing these stories because, you know, like I said, you know, we, we don't get a lot of, a lot of Choctaw, you yeah. know, version type of stories, so. You know, you know, we appreciate it. Yeah, oh, sure, for sure. sure. And I know my family hears that. Like, you left this out. You left that. I'm like, I oh, know. I can't. Oh, that's the worst. Tell them next time. <laughs> next time, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we'll run into you again at yeah, another yeah. another event or powwow or whatever it is. You know, so yeah. we'll probably be there. Yeah, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, well, yeah. Well, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. you for having me on here. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. no problem. Thank appreciate you, for, you. Thank you for coming on here and sharing your stories with us. Right, thank you. Dang, what'd y'all think of those stories? That alien one was <laughs> insane. Yeah. That, that DW yeah. was my favorite yeah. right there. I just think that was, man. Man, what about the the, the snake one? Golly. Mm-hmm. I said alien was my favorite one. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Dang, but, uh, you know, that's one thing about, you know, our you know our, our podcast is like we, we have certain perspectives from certain, you know, areas we, you know, tried that we're affiliated with and we've been around. But to get... Uh, multiple types you know i think we had a comanche in there we had a couple choctaw um you know so we you know we had a pawnee that's a pawnee stories yeah. yeah so and we you know someone you know talking about you know 
the Pawnee, basically the college. So, man, that was, yeah, that was truly amazing. You know, we appreciate you guys sharing those stories. And, mm. and, uh, when you guys see us around at an event, don't be afraid to stop by, stop us and say, Hey, I got a story for you. Mm-hmm. It may give us, give us a second to, you know, get our equipment if you want it. Um, if you want to be known, you know, if you want your name, you just give your first and last name, or you can just be an ominous. You just say, Hey, I got this story for you. We'll record you real quick. And, you know, you're off and running. Mm. Might even make your voice deep while telling Dang, the story. You looking. If you want to be anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this episode, I know we've had a lot of people really wanting to discuss this. And, and Chris is going to lead us off on kind of what we're going to talk about today. You know, uh, like I mentioned before, you know, we try to listen to our listeners. You know, we, we know you guys all have written in and. Made some special requests, and you know we, we want to do our very best to acknowledge those. And so, with this episode, you know we wanted to dive into the missing four one one episodes. You know, I know there's several shows out there, and you know uh, one of our uh, key researchers is here today, Mr. Tyler Randall. <laughs> Dang deep you dives. Got, you know, <laughs> some of y'all might know him as Deuce. <laughs> so. Uh, That'd be all right, you know. He he knows stuff like that, so you know, he's here, you know, and you know he does a real phenomenal job on you know checking out these shows and these mm. these movies and really uh, picking them apart and stuff, you know, and really doing his research on on these things. And so I'm looking forward to hearing what kind of information he has, and also you got Mister. Mr. Uh, Yahola Tiger over here that also, you know, does stuff like that, too. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to hear, mm-hmm. you know, these guys' you know, uh, thoughts on these uh, missing 411s. You know, and I know Russell does his research as well. You know, he's real good at, at, at uh, pulling stuff up and, you know, helping us on that Internet, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to hearing these things but you know again you know i also have you know some stories too that go along but you know at this time you know i'm gonna shoot this over to mr deuce <laughs> double deuce I'm a, double, I'm deuce. double deuce <laughs> randall God. i smell it nah. God. do you smell the amber alert <laughs> do you smell no. what the deuce is cooking okay. <laughs> Nah, I appreciate that, Mudo. Uh, yeah, I got to be 100% honest. I was unfamiliar with any of this source mm. material until you had sent it to me. And, um, man, I, I watched the the one over Dior Coons, and I guess that yeah. was the first, the the first, first one. movie. And there's two, right? There's The Hunter, which I haven't got to yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's I a, really... There's a third one coming out, too, about UFOs. Oh, It's okay. coming out this month, so we oh, may okay. have to... But I really enjoyed this story. Um, it's it's heartbreaking, you know, to, to watch that, um, play out. Um, you know, think about like these documentaries, um, this one in particular, um, I lo- I loved it. It was really interesting. Um, I do kind of wish though, I don't know about y'all, if they would have just started the story and then stayed with it mm-hmm. because like they get you hooked into like the Dior Coon story. And if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, um, it's on, well, it's on YouTube. I yeah. think the first one is. I ended up just buying it because, you know, I don't know. That's just how I am. Uh, I got to have a copy of it. Um, so anyway, um, but it's about this little boy. His family had gone fishing, and it was at a state park. And um, I guess they were going to the grocery store or something. Uh, his mom and dad were. And so um, before they had left, 
they were with the friend and then the grandpa. Like, I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was the dad's grandpa or the mom's dad or whatever it was. But anyway, it was a, a friend of grandpa's and then grandpa. Mm-hmm. Well, the friend had said, hey, like, I'm look at all these fish I caught or whatever. Excuse me. And then, so mom and dad and little Dior had gone down to the creek there to look at the fish. And then they had walked back. We're walking back to their campsite. And I think like the creek where they were at was only about 30 or 40 yards, I think, from where they campsite I think campsite they, could, they could see it from the campsite. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, well, obviously if it was within shouting distance, it couldn't have been, you know, too far. But then they had left, or they had said they had left the little boy with Grandpa while they ran to the store. And then that was the last time that he had ever been seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just sort of like vanished. And... Uh, of course they first went into, you know, when something like that happens, it's always the parents are like the first suspects, mm-hmm. but I guess, you know, since they weren't at the scene, you know, what they didn't really have a whole lot on them. Oh. And then it turned to grandpa. Yeah. And he, I guess he was older too. He yeah, was like he was real, real old. Yeah. And then they talked to, which that real kind of fishy character, you know, um, the it was fisher. like the uncle, wasn't it? Well, he's like an uncle or like a friend, friend. Or something. Uh, but I guess, yeah, he called but, him like uncle or something. Yeah, yeah something like that. And they looked at him, and then if, if I could uh, interject real quick, you know, just to kind of give the listeners mm-hmm. some kind of feedback on these missing four one ones, you know, what they're kind of discussing right now is, you know, at a lot of these national parks, people end up missing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that's what these shows are about. You know, they're trying to do uh, uh, what do you call it? investigations on, on, you know, why these children or adults go missing and you know there's several stories and that's what mr randall's talking about right now is a specific story yeah and so you know uh this happens all over the place you know especially at these national parks and so if you know these national parks you know a lot of times they're they're big places to go you know they're huge you know a lot of times and they're they're marked off you know and uh a lot of these are, are protected lands, you know, you're not supposed to do certain things mm-hmm. on there, you know, like, you know, hunting sometimes or, you know, developing, you know, so they're, they're keeping that, you know, natural, I guess you yeah. might say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just giving you a little bit of background, I'll turn it back over. Oh, yeah. I apologize yeah. about that. Oh, no, 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 not at all. But yeah, so I, I, well, I'm glad you said that because I, at the time that I had viewed this, I had no idea, like, this was like such an epidemic, mm-hmm. you know, um, as far as like how many people go missing in national parks every year, like it's kind of frightening. And a, and a, uh, not to cut you off, but the the problem, you know, the the, the problem that the, you know with that is they're not keeping an accurate tally of that. Yeah, then they go into that, you know, that it's impossible, <clears throat> or they just don't record that or keep that mm-hmm. information. And anyway, so um, it was a really interesting story. Um, and then, I mean, I guess just to keep with that one story. Cause then it kind of like stop, it sets up that story and then bam, it immediately goes into like two another other story. stories. And then it kind of comes back to the Dior Coon story and then it goes into another one. So like, I wish to me personally, like they would have just straight through, s- straight through. And then almost like if it was like a 30 minute or 45 minute show on each, yeah. because there is enough material there to squeeze out several episodes, mm-hmm. you know, and I thought, and that's Deuce Strandle talking about squeezing <laughs> out. No, I'm just <laughs> squeezing out. Mike, yeah. hey, Chris is waiting on every moment. 
I know. Okay, so I'm gonna have to really watch my words here. <laughs> but no, it was. I mean, the just the way they shot the the national parks, the the cinematography in that was really beautiful. Like, I mean, just the shots of like the water and and the mountains, and I mean, just the the nature shots mm-hmm. alone are just. I mean, they're gorgeous. I mean, you'd see why people want to go out there and, you know, find whatever they're looking for, um, you know. But then you got to be careful because sometimes you things that you're not looking for might find you. Because yeah. this really kind of sent me down a, a rabbit hole of, like, other national park stories. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into those as we move forward. But... Um, and I can... Let me give you some background. Uh, to, so d- this this movie is by David Pilates. Um, he's got 20 years of, of, he's, you know, of law enforcement and he's been, you know, cop, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, for the last, uh, I'd say, I, I want to say 15 years, I believe. So how this whole thing started, cause before him, no one was keeping real track of, of missing people. And basically he was stopped it at, at a, at a, he was in the middle of a park doing something that does nothing to do with missing people, and he then uh, was back at his hotel room and he gets a knock on the door, a real soft knock on the door, and he opens the door and he's like, "It's two park rangers," and they go, "You know, there's some weird stuff going on in these national parks," and he kind of you know was like, "Well, come in and explain it to me." So they talked for hours, and basically, the park rangers were telling him that that. They're not keeping an accurate count of missing people. Um, they're having they're having issues, you know, with locating people and find like like when they do locate them, they're coming up in weird occurrences. Um, <clears throat> so then that led him on to do a bunch of research, and he came up with some 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 points, some like case points, like some filters. So he doesn't, you know, so he so he doesn't, you know, so the naysayers can't say, hey, you did this, this, and this. Um, well, actually, this happened because that was a serial killer in this year, whatever. So I'll read some of those off now. So some of those, so a lot of the cases basically hit these hit these criteria. So bad weather within 24 hours, no history of mental illness, very smart or on the spectrum, mm-hmm. um. No trace of of a person being there, like no footsteps or you know or, or anything of that nature. Um, the tra- uh, the dogs when they go to find like when they go to get the person's exact location of where they last saw them to pick a scent up, dogs can't can't get a scent. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing too, and another case one that I thought was real weird: the body usually shows up in a boulder field or around big rocks or near water. Um, that's one that I kind of thought was interesting. Um, one thing too that the another kind of weird thing is the clothes on the person usually tend to be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also too, to to kind of round this out, um, kind of the weird the two of the weirdest ones is basically the body will show up in a place that's been searched four and five times. Right. Yeah. And it'll show up, you know, right in front of them. Right. The last one, the last kind of weird case point, um, or I guess I guess there's two more, but basically there are two that go together. Um, the victims will travel over extended miles, over mountain ranges, over rivers, you know, through boulder fields, while shedding their valuables. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. shoes, socks, 
jackets, things of that nature. Mm. So he came up with all these case points and started finding cases. And he started really narrowing this down. Well, to get the case point, to get, you know, to get the cases to, to study these case points, he went and filed a Freedom Freedom of Information Act with the government. And they said, you know, actually the park system doesn't have a running total. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's not true. You know, he, mm-hmm. he didn't live with that answer. So they go, okay, well, you know, in just Yosemite or Yellowstone or wherever, you know, this is at, we're going to, he's like, okay, it'll be, it'll be $20,000 to do Yosemite. Mm-hmm. So he started crowdsourcing and, and started mm-hmm. getting some money. And he goes, okay, we got, yeah, we can do that. And I said, oh, okay, no, no, no. Sorry, it's going to be, you know, they kept raising the price, 50000 And they, they said, it's going to be half a million. He said, and then they were like, well, he's like, well, I'll do this. I'll crowdsource. I'll get up like a million dollars, whatever. Uh, how much would it be to get the entire park, national park system to find these missing people? And he goes, and the, the person, you know, the, that was at the, the headquarters was like a million and a half dollars. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's crazy. You know, yeah, yeah that's crazy. <clears throat> so he started just doing newspaper clippings. He just started really looking through old newspaper clippings, um, libraries, um, and then he would also just put it out like in newspapers. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm looking, you know, if you have a person that's missing, you know, please send me their information. Basically trying to, you know, help these families out. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as a, a cop, that's kind of like their nature, I guess, sometimes. Well, the first case that he ran into, and it was the um, the Dennis Martin case that really piqued his interest. Um, did uh, did you guys, do you, did you know the details of the... Dennis, which which one was so that Dennis? One? Okay, so Dennis Martin was a kid who was uh, five years old, maybe less than that, three years old. Was this the one in the fifties? Yes. Yes. Okay, I do know that one. So, uh, do you? I mean, do you? Do you oh know well, no, go okay. ahead. Well, I mean, I know like. <clears throat> so I mean, you could fill in some spa- yeah. spaces for me if I miss, forget anything. But so his family was all playing out in this field. This is back in the fifties. They're all playing hide-and-go-seek. They meet up with another family with the same last name, mm-hmm. which is weird. So these kids are all playing together, and they're playing hide-and-go-seek. And the father of Dennis Martin sees his son go all the way down to the edge of the clearing behind a tree. So when all the kids are found, he's like, where's Dennis at? So he walks over there, nothing. There's no sign of his son. Mm-hmm. So... When they, when they, you know, they started bringing in people like, hey, after a few while, they couldn't find him. They like searched the entire premises. They couldn't find him at all. Well, dogs were brought out. You know, all the stuff that we talked, just the case points we talked about, dogs were brought out. The weirdest part of this whole thing is they brought out the Green Berets. Mm-hmm. And the Green Berets don't be, they're not brought out for no reason. You know, that's something serious. So he goes missing and, and they can't find him and they you know they they eventually start asking people around the park like hey did you see my son you know be in mind bad weather mm-hmm. you know all this stuff that we just that I just talked about started happening and so when he so they started asking people in the parks that were that were still camping there they said hey we were looking for my son his name's Dennis Martin one family said hey we were up we had we were up in the the boulder area of the the park system and we saw this hairy figure carrying a small child over its shoulder and they were like you know where which direction 
And so, you know, they ended up, you know, so they ended up going out there and they could not find any scent of him or anything. And I believe to this day, I don't, I, now like I said, do you know if, if they ever found him? Not that I'm aware of, no. Okay. Because there's like, there's another one that's like that too. They found, um, well, they, they go into it on the documentary too, where the kid was like, had crossed, I guess they had, I think that they, what would they, they had gone camping or something. Like his dad like owned like a lodge there. Um, I think his name was Joshua something. I can't remember what his last name is. But they had gone on like a nature hike with his brothers or sisters or family members or whatever. <clears throat> and they had thought that he was behind them the whole time. I think he was only like three years old or something mm. like that. The same thing. They look back and he's gone. Like they did, like he was just there. Like he was there one minute, they turned around and he was gone. And they were hollering his name and they were, you know, um, searching, searching, searching. Um, but the same thing, they brought the dogs out. They said the dogs would go to like a clearing and then they were like barking mm. towards the sky. Like they were like, you know, up, like looking towards the sky and they were just barking, like jumping up towards the sky, um, searched this mountain ridge. And then I think I remember it was like two or three weeks later, they found a shoe mm. and like in perfect wow. shape, like just sitting on a rock, like a perfect shape, like just in perfect shape. Like he had just kicked it off. Mm. And so, um, I thought they found them side by side on that. Yeah, on the documentary. Yeah, well, they found that. Yeah, well, maybe they did. I mean, I don't remember, but I remember they found his shoes. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But they were like in perfect shape. And mm -hmm. But it was the same thing. Like you said, they said, I know that we had searched that area like several times. Yeah. Like there's no way we would have missed that because they were so blatantly in the open. Yeah. You know, Um but yeah, but I think then they find like his clothes too. Yeah, they yeah they found they basically found his clothes. The weird thing about that case, and I can't remember that the, the little boy's name. It was right? Joshua something? Yeah, I didn't remember. I can look. They it up. found his clothes folded neatly. Yeah, like in a oh, spot. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. They, yeah, man, that was awesome. They found it, uh, you know, neatly folded, and there's so many of these cases, you know, that you know, in the specific areas that you talk about, you know, what could that be, you know? Because he never comes to a, a a definite answer, you know. Like I have, you know, I did some research on cases. Like I have cases. Like maybe we can go through it and maybe think of you know what that might be. But mm -hmm. but pertaining to you know, I know Chris has some you know some some, some thoughts on that. But I'll I'll kick it over to you, Chris. Yeah. Uh, well, one I wanted to ask real quick. Uh, I thought I remembered uh, one of those stories that they actually found one of the kids. Yeah, he was kind of just in. He wasn't right afterwards. Yeah. You yeah. Know, he was just, you know, and he's still not right. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just like all his memory of everything that happened was gone. Well, there, yeah, there's a story too. Cause like I said, it sent me down a rabbit hole to check. There was one that just happened like in May of 2022 in Montana. Um, mm -hmm. This little kid was, I mean, I don't even know the full backstory, but he was missing for two days. Mm -hmm. And then they found him in like a shed. Oh, I've seen that one. And he's yeah. um, like a little redheaded kid. Mm -hmm. And you want to talk about a kid in two days that changed? Like, let me look, show you the picture. Um, his name was Riker. But, like, this is what he looked like before he went missing. Mm. That was the picture they were putting out. And show then, it to these guys. Oh. I can put a picture up on our Yeah, video. This, this kid here. And then two days later, they found him, and this is what he looked like. Whoa. Two days. So you don't think that kid went through some trauma from Man. something? Wow. And I think he's only like two years old. 
but or three years old. You can see, man. You can and see that. Golly, two days in rural Montana. You know, he survived on his own. Um, they found him in like a shed about two or three miles, I think, from <clears> where <throat> he lived. Um, but man, that's just crazy. Like in two days, like that much trauma, and you don't mess him up. You know you what's know? crazy about that too, though. And and this is one thing that I my conspiracy brain starts kind of churning a little bit. With with the Dior case that you mentioned at the beginning of the episode or the with this topic, the FBI shows up. Yeah. Well, there's a case that I had kind of researched. Uh, his name is David. His name is David Scott. So he was in the Sierra Mountains. It was similar to Dior. Basically, the family sees him, and they turn back, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, the mountain rescue teams come in. They search, um, which is, or I'm sorry, David Scott's a, a young child. Um, they find the boy, the boy 3,000 feet up a cliff. Mm. And, you know, he was basically partially naked. He's mm-hmm. gone. You know, he's deceased. But, you know, that's crazy. And then the FBI shows up. Yeah. Well, that was like the kid, the Joshua kid, where they found his clothes. Like, he mm-hmm. was up on that cliff, too. And they're like, there's no way that an animal could drag him up there. There's no way a three-year-old or five-year-old or whatever old he was could scale that. Like, mm-hmm. only experienced hikers could could do that. Like, how did he get up there? Yeah. You know, because um, they found his bones like later, mm-hmm. but that was it. You know, and I don't think they even found all of him, but they well, found and I some think of him. There was one one of that where I can't remember. It was on the it was on the documentary. Chris, you may remember this, but basically they found the shoes with the bones still intact to the shoes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. Well, um, before I. Uh, kind of dive into my part on this. I just want to make sure everybody can hear me because I know everybody <laughs> always saying, man, we can't ever understand what he's saying. But, you know, I just want to make sure everybody's volume's turned up so they can hear me. So and I'm talking right here on that mic best I can. And Anyway, uh, you guys can hear me? Yeah, well, yes, sir. All right. All right. <laughs> Hopefully you guys at home can hear me and... You know, I just want to double double check before I start, you know, saying something. But his lips are on the mic. <clears throat> anyway, you know, I wanted to kind of say something. You know, I know they all got all kinds of theories. You know, it could be aliens, it could be this, it could be hypothermia, it could be all kinds of things. But you know, again, I always believe in those old teachings. You know, we have things out there that roam the woods. We have spirits in the mountains. We have spirits in the caves. You know, and, you know, this particular area, you know, it sounds to me, you know, that there's different kind of spirits. You know, which one it was, I cannot say. But, you know... I can remember hearing stories of LPs taking children, you know, and a lot of times when they took them, you know, you they would never be found. And, you know, when they would keep children, they would always say you would find their clothes because when those LPs would take them, they're making them one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to dress them, you know, that old way, you know, tribes we forgot that you know when we dress a friend or we dress a child you know uh we we uh 
adorn them with all the things that we had made you know and that was across the board from all tribes you know whether you were uh southwestern you know whether you're northern western eastern tribe you know we all practiced that you know we we adopted somebody we would dress them in our manner and if they accepted those clothes then they accepted our our uh, kinship they would be you know a brother or sister or you know aunt or uncle you know or father or mother you know whatever that adoption procedure was but where do you think we got that ceremony from you know all these teachings you know uh, again you know they're old these are ancient teachings you know and to me this is what reigns true with me when when i hear stories like that because my folks would tell me about you know when you let your kids out there you know watch them you know because you always had something out there that was wanting to take your children mm. you know and you know i know they got that other show and it talks about adults mm. you know and you know there's other spirits you know, that roam those mountains, you know, caves, you know, like I was saying, you know, different spirits, you know, some that, you know, you, you never want to name, you know, and they devour people, you know, and, and just like, you know, you guys said, you know, they would find their bones, you know, way off, you know, and I think one of those stories, they talked about this guy, you know, he was an avid hunter. You know, and they found his rifle, you know, up against a tree, his backpack, you know, full of all, even a handgun. Mm -hmm. You know, this guy was well, well packed, you know, for being out there. I think know. he even had like a transponder too, I think. Mm -hmm. He even had a cell phone, yeah. you know, he had all kinds of stuff. You know, this was a full grown man, but they found all his stuff, you know, put in certain areas and they were long distances from one another you know and again you know speaking as a muskogee creek you know we've got those entities you know that's why i, I mentioned a while back you know if you ever go into the woods or you're going into strange land you know whether it's mountains whether it's even the water you know you pay reverence to those spirits you ask permission to journey through their land or through their area mm. you know you you give them something for for your safety or your loved one's safety because there are things out there that will take you just like that you know and i know uh stahetki people or or non-natives you know, they always want to say, blame it on aliens and UFOs, you know, and all kinds of Serial stuff. killers. Yeah, serial killers. And, you know, they want to make excuse for everything. But again, you know, you talk to those ancient people, whether it's here in the Americas or they're across the waters, those ancient people would tell you that there are things out there like that. And, you know, I don't care what nationality you visited. You know, if they have those old ancient stories, 
they would talk of things like that. You know, the Greeks, they were well known for, uh, what would they call that? how they say it? Mythology. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, again, you know, these were ancient beings that would take you just like that. You know, all these explanations, that list that Mr. Tiger read off. You know, when he was reading that, you know, there's several spirits that were just popping in my mind. You know, it could be a new number of one of those things that roam. Sometimes you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, it, and if you don't know how to deal with these things, that's what's going to happen to you. You took. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and, and like I said, you know, whether what tribe you belong to you know we all had these these beliefs you know and like i said even if you don't believe native way you know maybe you come from across the waters you know all these ancient people they all had stories like that you know and they had uh even uh what they call it uh uh, fairies, you know, people think of fairies. They'll say, I just, you know, ain't nothing to be scared. I ain't scared of no fairy. But they have fairies that are black. Mm. You know, they call them black fairies. Mm. You know, and those are wicked. You know, they, they devour humans. You know, you have other spirits out there that other nationalities, you know, if you say those names, they will tremble. You know, again, you know, these are real things, you know, and not to mention, you know, and I mentioned this before, you know, today's day and age, you know, everybody wants to go buy those books, those witchcraft books and try to summon something up for fun of it. And then they don't put them back. What do you think those things do? They're Roman, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, you know, whether you believe christianity or scientology or you know uh uh old ancient beliefs you know there are things out there that will get you Mm. and you know the thing you know i liked about this missing 411 you know episodes you know again you know I, i think about my uncles you know they would tell me stories about before we would go out into the woods and hunt, you know, even they believed long time ago, these animals, they carried medicines, you know, and so before you would go out there, you would doctor yourself in a certain way. You would give offerings to that area before you even entered, you know, asking for that blessing, you know, asking you needed to feed your family or feed yourself. You know, that, that's all you're going to go in and that's all you're going to take. Mm. You're going to take just what you need. Mm-hmm. No more, no less. Mm. You know, and that was old Indian way, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, I don't hear, you know, people really talking about those kind of things anymore. Mm. You know, uh, like I said, you know, when I was listening to these stories, you know, uh, I think uh, Mr. Yehola or Mr. Randall talked about, you know, they find them way up on top of mountains, mm-hmm. you know, and, 
You know, like I said, a lot of these beings, you know, they got supernatural powers, you know, and especially, especially those LPs, mm. you know, and, you know, as Muskogee Creeks, you know, we always had good ones and we always had bad ones. Mm. And so to me, this is proof on those bad ones. Mm. You know, when I hear that list that he was reading off that weather mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. makes it bad mm-hmm. you know everything on that list mm-hmm. you know tells me mm-hmm. you know that it's those evil ones mm-hmm. those ev- evil lps mm-hmm. you know and again you know to me you know uh, i just you know when when watching these and listening to them and and hearing these stories, you know, I just, you know, it, it it sends a shiver down my back, you know, just thinking, you know, that that people don't really understand how real these things really are. Mm-hmm. And so, again, you know, you know, again, I'm not saying it couldn't be aliens. Maybe it is. I don't know. You know, maybe there's... Uh, how they cut say it? Carnivorous aliens? Yeah. Yeah. Meat eaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, and but you know, again, you know just my Muskogee beliefs, you know, again, we've got entities that do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris, did you see uh what's that one the hunted? So the so Is that the one on Hulu? Yeah, the the hunted ones on Hulu, yeah. Okay, so you watch that one too? The hunting, yeah, that's, that's that, what that old man, the yeah, hunter, they yeah. had like about five stories on there. And that lady's in that tree. I was gonna ask you about that. Um, what do you think that is? That like invisible, like type predator thing. Again, that was crazy. Again, you know, I, I'm saying there's there's a lot of spirits out there that can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, you know, there's different, uh, especially uh, in the woods. You know, they always said, you know, those were. Woodland spirits. Mm. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, I posted this picture a while back, you know, and it was a looked like a tree, and it had horns. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you know, uh, of course, that was the, what they say a natural a phenomenon, you know, for that wood to kind of grow like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, being Muskogee Creek, you know, <laughs> again, you know, we've got a thousand ways to die, you know, and they're, they're all, always horrible, you know, and they're always saying those things you don't talk about, you don't speak on. Dang, they were, telling, they were saying on TikTok, like, dang, what can y'all do? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, you know. L-I-V-I-N. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's our the, time. It's our time. Yeah. The thing about it, though, is if you want to know, you know, go ask your elders. Mm. They're going to tell you about these things, and they're going to tell you why not to say their names. Mm-hmm. And what do you do when you do? Mm-hmm. Now, if I was, you know, arrogant and whatever, and I, I could give you guys those names, and then you'd have every knucklehead out there shouting it out everywhere, causing mm-hmm. chaos, and I would be blamed for that, mm-hmm. you know. And their blood would be on my hands. You know, so again, you know, I know it gets tiresome hearing, you know, someone say, I can't give you the name, Mm -hmm. 
But I'm giving you a lot of information that, you know, if you want to, go ask somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and I know <laughs> um, sometimes I'll get some elders get on to me. You know, don't be giving that information out. You know, let those things lie. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be conjuring those things up. Mm-hmm. Even with the little information that I give out, people know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, again, you know, I apologize for, for, you know, maybe being repetitive on that. But, you know, again, I do know I've got people out there listening that know things. And so, you know, again, you know, I'm trying to be respectful to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know so, some of the stories yeah. I've heard growing up between the good LP and bad LP, just the, the distinct look of both. You know what I mean? Um, they say like the good LPs dress like the old ones, mm-hmm. and then the ones that aren't kind of the bad ones, I guess they dress like raggedy, like they have like burlap clothes. Their clothes are ripped and torn, and they got like white hair and um, maybe like their their toenails and fingernails are all overgrown, look like Fritos or something, you know? Yeah, um, yeah I know. Ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> But like that's what I've heard, you know. He may wrestle, slide his feet underneath his other foot. Had to to bring him in. (laughs) This guy's looking right down here. I did, man. I checked him out, man. Got that ash, the real ash around that ankle, like that way. No, real ashy. Looking looking over here. Get some lotion on him. You know, uh, but that's what I've heard. You know, um, just some stories, and um, and they always just told us, you know, don't 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 go play by yourself. Yeah, you know, because you just never know. Like they they want you out there. They want they'll play with you. They'll be nice to you. They'll have fun with you, and then you just don't come home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, you just I'm not to cut you off, Chris. You know, you talked about the hunted with the old man. You know, to me, I think it's so kind of. <laughs> no, just I was imaginative, like telling that and just looking right down at me. Yep, <laughs> just describing, but looking right at me, just 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 describing me. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Oh my god! <laughs> go ahead, Chris. I can't go no. <laughs> Well, you know, to answer your question, uh, Tyler, you know, yes, I, I've heard stories like that too, but they say, you know, just like you were saying, you know, the most deceptive one mm-hmm. is usually the evilest one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to come to you as something scary because mm-hmm. you ain't going to take off, right? right? It's going to come to you as very appealing at first. Yeah. Then once it got its grip on you. Yeah. Then you'll see its true self. Yeah, yeah. And that's the last thing you're going to see. Yeah. Yeah, we had a, a guy just like two houses down from where I live now. Um, he has an old a tree that had been um, blown over by a storm, you know. And so it's all gone except for this big old tall tree trunk, you know. And um, he kind of messes around with wood and he carved in a little door 
And man, I tell you what, like every time no. I walk, walk by that thing, man, it makes me nervous. They had to you put a little lock mean? on it, man. <laughs> and then my son will run up there. I'm like, don't, don't, don't go up there. You know, he's Dang. like, can I not go in there? And then like my, my son's only three and he goes, that LP live in there. I yeah. said, yeah. <laughs> I said you don't want to go up there because like, but like if my question is like, if you do things like that, I mean, this guy is the hot guy. He, he don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But would that like call or would that be like a way of opening up a door for them to like, or like, I mean, this isn't a more of like a suburban, I mean, I don't live out in the woods or nowhere, but you know what I mean? Like, would that be like a, Hey, like come around. Cause he got hmm. little mushrooms out front. I mean, he did it all up like a little, Hmm. like a little fairy garden. And I see, you know, that's a thing. Fairy gardens, people build those things and flower beds and stuff. And, I don't know. I just to me like it opens up a door that I don't want open, and I don't want my son like a welcoming. I guess. Yeah, Dang, like they'll go, they'll rolling go out the red it. carpet. Mm. They'll go over and kick people. those mushrooms out, man. God, yeah, just start breaking everything. Yeah, yeah. but my my son, like he's three. You know, mm. he says like, "Man, that LP come and play tricks on me." I was like, "He might." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> golly. Well, well, to answer your question, that's a definitely mm. yes. Yeah, you know, that's you know, again, it's also how they present it as well, you know, and what I'm talking about that is, you know, you can build something and, you know, not say anything about it. You know, you, most of the time you'll be all right, but you know, if you do it, you build it and you give an invitation, yeah. then you're really opening the door, but yeah. on, on it, just developing it, you know, it's 50, 50 chance, mm. but yeah, it, I mean, it, I see him just doing it just to do it. You know, I don't yeah. see him like, but I just tell my son, like, don't go up there. Like, don't don't touch that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, like I was saying, you know, that picture that I had posted, you know, you know, I was telling you about that, that wood, it, you know, it looked like an entity. You know, again, you know, with creeks, you know, we, we, we have things that we believe. And just to kind of give you just a little bit, and I know those old timers, if any of them's listening, I know they're going to know what I'm talking about. You know, they have a certain, uh, what do you call it, like a, a woodland spirit. And it takes form, you know, and, and people will see them in the woods and not even know that what they're really looking at. Mm. You know, just like that that picture, you know, they say, oh, that's just natural. You know, it's just how, you know, that's weird how nat- nature, you know, creates something like that. You know, and everybody's posting pictures of it, you know, and say, oh, it's scary, it's this way, that way, you know. It, you know, actuality, if you go through the woods, you know, most of the time you will find something mm-hmm. odd like that. Mm-hmm. You got to sit there and think, why? Mm-hmm. You know, again, you know, all nationalities believed in these kind of spirits. Mm-hmm. And we all gave offerings to them, you know, and... They're out there, mm-hmm. and they do exactly like he was reading off. Mm-hmm. You know, they can call nature to do its bidding. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to devour you, they're going to make you stay there one way or the other. And again, you know, to me, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff is just proof that those things are out there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you hear those original stories you'll know, you know, everything he read off, 
mm-hmm. is those telltale signs. You know, things are coming. Yeah. You know, so let, let me ask you all this. So, the, so I was just listening to uh, David Pol- uh, Pilates. He he was on Coast to Coast. I found a snippet of of a of a case, and I'm just want to curious to see what y'all think of what this might be. And it's it's nothing like the case points that I just you know mentioned earlier. So this guy's name was Danny Philippetis. Uh, he was a fire captain, um, real renowned, you know, sturdy guy, consistent. Um, basically, he was over uh, at like I said the this ski resort called Whiteface, and it was on Lake Placid, over by Lake Placid, and. He was at like some type of conference or some type of you know gathering of a bunch of firemen all over the country, and basically he had his buddy. He goes, "Hey, I'm," and he tells his buddy, "Say, hey, I'm gonna go one more time down the down the, the ski, you know, the mountain, whatever." And they never found him again. Hmm. And the crazy part about this, and like I said this, I'm you know just I want to hear your y'all's opinion on this. He shows back up days later wearing the same stuff, not tattered up, looking as he did two days later, or a few days later at the Sacramento airport. Calls his wife. Hey, I hit my head. Something happened. And I cannot remember what happened for the last couple of days. The only thing I can remember is a guy helped me get from where I was at coming out of the woods drove him to the airport basically i guess he said he was in a, a, a daze and the guy just took him to the airport dang what do y'all think that could be that's that's david that's david Pilates told that story a couple years back yeah to me that sounds like portals mhm i've heard another story same not same guy but a fireman was doing was 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 doing uh, they were in the middle of a, uh, fighting a fire. He goes off. He gets separated from his group. He he pushed too far forward because it was just no chance. You know, once mm. you got to let that fire go, you just got to let it go. Sometimes he disappears. He shows up years later, wearing the same fire suit, and that's been mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious on. You know, he was wearing the, the fireman was wearing the same exact garb as as if he was. You know, you know when he disappeared, they couldn't find him. Like literally, the fire went out and they looked nothing of nothing. So I, I think it's portals, you know, and I think that's has to go in with similar to what you're talking about with the LP, you know, or you know getting people dazed off to where they're just kind of you know mm-hmm. that's kind of what they do sometimes is you know they. Get you kind of out your mind and take you off, you know, where you're not supposed to be. Chris, I, I mean, I'm just curious on what you're kind of, from hearing those two stories. You know, again, you know, I'm going to give you guys a, a, I guess, a golden apple on this one. Uh, so if you're listening, hopefully you can hear what I'm getting ready to say. So if you can't, put your ear real close to your phone. <laughs> no. But, uh, you know, uh, this one particular spirit, you know, they call, you know, they say it's real ancient, real ancient uh, being. Now, this is a Muscogee Creek, you know, uh, 
story or or entity as you might say and uh the english name for it is ghost bear mm. you know some of you guys might know it you know creek creek name but mm. you know i'm not gonna say that but you know the english interpretation is a uh, ghost bear you know and he does things like that he'll wipe your mind clear and you know they say that it's almost like he freezes you in time and then he'll put you back if he mm. desires you know but later on he's going to come back and get you mm. you know it's kind of like an alligator you know when they get you mm-hmm. they're going to turn you and they're going to hide you somewhere mm-hmm. under the water so when they come get hungry they'll come back after you mm. you know so that's kind of how this thing is you know once it kind of does that to you you know it'll set you free but later on it's gonna come back and eat you mm-hmm. so anyway you know it does stuff like that and again this is another one that you know i think you know he can he can do things to the weather you know uh, he has a lot of supernatural powers he can do many things you know they have another one and uh, this one they say he travels underneath the ground and the way the way they describe him is he has like a what do you call it like a like a sharp uh real sharp point mm-hmm. on his head that allows him to dig underneath the ground but again if you walk across his path you know if he's dug underneath that ground and you walk across his path and and you're not carrying things with you, he'll wipe your mind completely mm. clear, mm. and you'll almost you will you will be driven mad. Mm. You know, a, a lot of people they'll say, you know, he travels a lot during the winter time. He doesn't travel a lot during the summertime, but you hear his symptoms. You know, uh, running across his path. Maybe one of you guys can look this up uh, for me. Do y'all have y'all's phone ready? Look up the symptoms for hypothermia. Mm. And tell me what it tells you. Symptoms for hypothermia, shivering, exhaustion, or feeling very tired, confusion, fumbling hands, memory loss, slurred speech, drowsiness. Also, they say they start to burn up mm-hmm. and they'll take strip, their, they'll yeah. take their clothes off, yeah. you know, and that's just part of hypothermia. They say they start burning, mm. you know, they get delirious, you know, all those symptoms are the symptoms that they used to say. You know, you walked across that thing's path. Mm. Or, you know, it made a home underneath your home. Mm. And that person kind of just loses his mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it takes you. You know, again, you know, these are ancient things. Not just an Indian thing. Not just a white man thing. Not just a black man thing. It's all nationalities had an entity like that. And so, you know, again, you know, to me, you know, all these different people have stories of the same being 
what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's one thing, you know, as you, you kind of, we talk about, I know we haven't t- really t- touched the second movie, you know, but we, you know, like you mentioned, the old guy going missing. Um, another one that I, you know, that I th- find very, you know, interesting. Um, so now this one is not on the, on the documentary, but it's, it's regarding basically this guy, he's leaving, leaving this bar area or bar basically. And he's walking home and we'll, we'll have to pull this up. Cause I think this is, um, and you can do it later. I'll show you the video, but he goes missing and he calls his, I think he calls his girlfriend and he's like, Hey, you know, he's just not making no sense. But then all of a sudden you hear these screams, these, you know, kind of these weird, not normal noises. And this is also in, in, and this is in a, a sobering coincidence. This is in his book. David Pilate's book that basically he's calling his, you know, I think it's his, like I said, his wife, weird noises, and he's gone. They can never find him. They never found him. Mm. And, you know, when I hear, you know, especially when Chris talks about these, these beings, you know, it kind of gives me goosebumps because really at the end of the day, we don't know. Mm. We don't know half of the stuff that, you know, my I don't know half the stuff my grandpa knew. My grandpa doesn't know half the stuff that his grandpa knew. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, fa- you know, everyone's family's like that. But you know, for you know, I gotta say, Mado to Chris for sharing that because, like I said, a lot of this stuff is gone. It's gone, mm-hmm. and you know, with people going missing all the time, we you know we hadn't even touched the topic of the missing and murdered women and people. Mm-hmm. You know, on reses. You know, and maybe that's something we do do later on because it's just a it's just hot, it's just a touchy subject. You know, when it, when we talking about that, but you know, a lot of times, you know, people just you know we're just living our lives, like you say, L I V E. We just live, and we run into these things. And like I said, Chris, I gotta say, Mado to you for that. You know, appreciate you giving us that 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 information. Yeah, at our event in Pawnee, too, somebody brought up the LP situation for these. Wasn't it a missing 411 mm-hmm. yeah. type of story from yeah. a national park? And then they they figured, like, it's LPs, you know. It was dark, so they didn't say the name. But, but it's, they, yeah, they said, I think it's LPs, you know. And I never heard of this missing 411 until you guys, until you brought it up, I think. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, I'll look into it, too. And yeah. so, like you, man, I was watching videos and watch. I watched that documentary on Hulu. If anybody wants to watch it, it's called Hunted or Yeah, yeah Missing Four One One: The Hunted. Okay. And the the thing that's crazy about that documentary is these people are armed. Yeah. And, yeah. And majority of the people that are taken, this is another crazy conspiracy too. That if you look this up, you'll find it. I ain't gonna say it because I ain't. I don't want the. I don't want a, a letter agency coming after me, anyways. But basically, a lot of these hunters have German descent. Mm. Think about that for a second. There's a lot of things, you know, conspiracy wise, that people talk about when it comes to Germans. Mm. But a lot of the people in the hunted were, have German descent or German blood. Mm-hmm. That's another point in the hunted that I don't think they talked about. Well, they may have talked about it. I haven't seen. I mean, I've, I saw it, you know, last week, and I sometimes forget. But a lot of the people that are taken have that mm-hmm. German descent. Mm. 
Um, and you know what that could be, and that's what you know it could be aliens. But I think what it is, like I said, I think it's you know I you know I think it's a little bit of everything. But I also think, you know, when it comes to that hunted documentary with the cloaked being that we saw at the end, mm-hmm. you know, um, there was a video that you shared to me on TikTok that really had me kind of like, what was that? And you could see it. It's this figure, this cloaked figure. This guy thought it was Bigfoot. Was walking down the middle of the road, but you could see the pixelation change. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you see yeah, that, Chris? Yeah. 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 I like that was that wicked. Yeah. That was a crazy one. I was like, oh, I gotta send it to them. Yeah. Get on. Get on TikTok. <laughs> I know Tyler. God. <laughs> now there was that story though too that um you know I don't remember where exactly it was at, but they were um it was it was in a national park or just a park maybe and I think it was a national park where they were um building a new trail like a hiking trail and you know they got to like clear out and you know it's not like you just well we're just gonna start this is your new trail like they got to kind of make it you know clear out trees and you know chop down you know overgrown areas and whatnot kind of pack it down a little bit better but um anyway but this crew was out trail building um up in the forest or the, the hills or whatever what have you and um they were on their lunch break, and all the crew was just kind of sitting around. And that's when they heard whistling in the middle of the woods. Mm. And they knew, like, well, this, there shouldn't be anybody out here because we're, you know, we're probably about five or six miles off of the normal trail. Like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, you know, there shouldn't be anybody out here. But they heard whistling, and they were all saying, you know, oh, it's probably a bird or it's probably an animal. And then um, they looked down, and there was a guy in a top hat um whoa just said he was like just whistling like he was dressed to the nines like in almost in like a tuxedo man just whistling and they hollered down to him there was another one and another one came in that they were hollering and they kind of started talking back back and forth to each other they couldn't make out what they were saying and uh the whole crew just watched him just walk off and then like they hollered to him, like, "Hey, like, what are y'all doing out here?" Like, "Hello, like, hello, hello," and like they didn't pay any attention to him. Like those, the crew wasn't even there, Man. and they just walked into the forest. And then they're all like looking at each other. It was like, "Did you see that?" <laughs> Man, like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, like <laughs> let me two, ha- two dudes in top hats. Let me ask y'all this: I don't uh, know if y'all have heard anything about this, uh, and this goes along with missing four one one. But have y'all heard about staircases in the woods? Mm-mm. Y'all never heard nothing about that? I don't think so. I heard one. I've heard a few stories, but one story that really was kind of wild. So basically, I'll explain this. Staircases in the woods is it was. It ended up on Reddit. Someone had kind of talked about how they saw this. Uh, basically, it's like a Victorian style staircase mm-hmm. that's in the middle of the woods, attached to nothing. Mm. So it's just a staircase that goes up, mm-hmm. and there's nothing behind it, nothing in front of it. It's just in the woods. Mm. Well, I was I had talked to somebody who was telling me a story about the time when he was they were doing military exercises. And basically they had one of their friends walked up it and he said that it was calling out to him. The staircase? Mhm. Dang. So I don't know if y'all had heard anything about that, but that goes along with missing 411 too because you know, there's just all these weird occurrences, but also too I think what it could be too what Chris to Chris's point is those ancient those beings 
normalizing something in your mind. Mm-hmm. Like the stories that you'll hear from from Porum, you know, they only can describe what they know. Mm-hmm. So if you see, you know, if you see a, a staircase in the woods, it may not be a staircase in the woods. Mm-hmm. It may be, you know, something looks like it to you, to mm-hmm. your mind, or you know, they mess with your mind trying to make you familiar to something. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that is, and I was just curious on if y'all had heard anything about that. I never heard. Mm-mm. It's I pretty. Have to look it up. Yeah, look it yeah. up. It's pretty interesting, but. But yeah, no. I mean, the missing four hundred one thing to me, I I have been looking at I've I've been looking at that for a while, just because there was a there. David Pilates also doesn't have anything on YouTube besides his project, his Canon project. He doesn't have any of his old coast to coast, and I that to me that says something. Mm-hmm. You know, YouTube taking it off or whatever. But they you used to have hours and hours and hours of interviews on there, yeah. but now it's all it's gone. Well, I wanted to check out once I felt, oh, it's a book series. I'm going to check out some of these books. Dang, them books are like $99. <laughs> no, so that's one thing that he's battling too. And I was re- watching an interview. Dang. Basically, that people are Never buying mind. his book and then reselling it for oh, crazy prices. Of course. Yeah. So if you buy, if you go to, I guess, I don't want to, you know, I guess we're plugging him, I guess, but he, you know, canam, I think it's .com or .org. Uh, you you'll can get him You'll get it for like, like 15 bucks. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was like looking at Amazon because. Yeah, people be be buying them or reselling, but not. I mean, but that missing four one one stuff, man. And I'm, you know, that, you know, it's pretty crazy, you know, to know that just someone vanishes. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm glad that we talked about this. And like I said, we've had people. I mean, we had people at Pawnee, like, man, when y'all gonna talk about that? Yeah. You know, and you know, and I had, you know, I've had people, you know, reach out to me just, you know, because they, they're that's something that they fall fell across on, on YouTube or you know, yeah. you get down a rabbit hole and it's just like, yeah, that's what I went down. Yeah. Looking nutty putty and all these other crazy cave stories, you know. I mean, they sealed that one cave up with homeboy still in it. <laughs> yeah, in it. Yeah, I can't what? get him out. He's stuck. They couldn't get him out. So they just see ya. Dang. <laughs> just come tell your wife. Tell him, you know, holler down here and tell him you love him. <laughs> like, what, what do you do? That's crazy, yeah. Sealed him up there alive. I had to leave him. Yeah. Like, peace. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Still, dude, still in there today, man. To this day, dang, that's what. That's a, y'all see the movie Descent. Yeah, that, that was another one. That's why I was dang. asking y'all about cave demons, you know. And I didn't hear too many stories about other than, like I said, the Descent. But it makes for a, I mean, just claustrophobia wise. Anyway, like that already is unnerving. Mm-hmm. Well, weren't those um, monsters on top of it or demons on top of it? Were those people that were in there before and then they evolved into like a bat? Like, yeah, it was like yeah, basically. cave dwellers. Or For real? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when that first came out, man. That was pretty scary. That was a Dude. scary movie. All mm-hmm. that blood. And there was like a blood, it was like a blood pond, man. Yeah. In there. yeah. Have you ever crazy. seen that movie, The Descent? Mm. You oh, need you to watch it, Chris. It it's on, I think they just added it on... Uh, Netflix, I believe. No, yeah. it's on. It might be on Shutter. I can, it's on one it's of on those. One of them. It's I think good. there's a sequel to it too. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah it's pretty terrible. The first one's good. I got a movie that everybody's got to watch. So I watched it the other day. I was telling you guys about it. Uh, I think it's called um, Ghost. Go uh, War. War Ghosts or something Ghost like of that. Wars or something or War Ghost or something. Yeah. It's called War Ghosts. I thought you were talking about that one with the pottery. God. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Dang it, that one too. No, uh, hey, though, but they do have some shadow people in that mm-hmm. one, Lost Souls. But all right, but go I, I haven't seen that one in a long time. Yeah, so I mean, I can't, can't remember what's in that one. But I saw that one the other night. What's man. it on again? 
It's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I looked so, it up after you showed me or you told me about it and Man, you guys gotta watch that. I mean that was, whoever did that movie did their homework on spirits. So mm. you guys watch it. I hope you guys enjoy it. You know, it'd be a good uh Halloween flick for the whole family. Mm. Yes. Any other before Man, we wrap it up, I don't. I think. I think we. I think we did a pretty good job of yeah. hitting everything about missing four hundred one. Now, you know, if you if you you know listen to the episode, and you're like, oh, y'all didn't talk about this. Let us know. We'll hit it. Yeah, and if there's any other cave dwellers or cave spirits that y'all have out there, send them to us. Mm-hmm. We were we we're talking about doing a like a cave episode of some sort too. Mm. Like, we're still. Still like planning out all the episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, we got we got a few of them coming. I know Dogman's next. Um I know y'all gonna be excited about that one. I know that's a pretty popular one. Um we did talk about uh we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a strictly L P one, right? I guess. Is mm. that coming up too? And then I know we did talk about doing uh maybe cursed movies. Mm. One oh, yeah. we talked cursed about. movies. I could do that one. I, I really want to hear uh, Mr. Randall's <laughs> yeah. input on that one. I was, right. I was, I've been uh, trying to get him to do that one. That one. Yeah, we do that one. Uh-huh. Whichever one y'all want to do. But if we talk about movies, we're going to talk about Primal Rage. Just Primal so Rage, know. baby. <laughs> the cursed of them all now. <laughs> oh, Predator thought it was cursed now. What's those movies you guys watch? The one you watch and the one you want. The Hunted and... Oh, uh, which one? So it's missing four one one, and then uh, this is the, is the first one, and then missing four one one, the hunted, the hunted, the hunted. hunted. Yeah. yeah, which I haven't seen that one, but yeah, go check out the first one. Like I picked it up on Amazon for like four ninety nine or three ninety nine or something like that. That way I can just watch it with commercial free and four hundred dollars. Nah, no, nah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but it's good, and like there's a lot of information in there, and I mean, those two stories, man, are heartbreaking. And then mm-hmm. the one is like a feel good because they found him alive. Yeah, and you know a serious business when they got Survivor Man out there trying to Dang, recreate trying to re- yes. that kid's. So he can't I mean, I guess we're kind of backtracking a little bit, but like Dang. the kid was found like 16 miles from his house, and they had the Survivor Man. You know that show, Survivor mm-hmm. Man. They had him out there, and they're like, "You tried to do this," and he had trouble. You know, he said, "Man." He couldn't even I'm, do it. I'm yeah, thinking. he's like, I'm struggling. He's like, there is no way a, yeah. a five year old kid or however could could do this, yeah. make this terrain. There's no way. The craziness, especially it, in the weather and the cold out there. Again, if you like these ones, you know, there's another one. Uh, they call it Suicide Forest. It's in Japan. Mm-hmm. The documentary of that, and uh, again, that's a, a must see. You know, if you like the, this uh, missing four one one. Again, this is across the waters. And, you know, it talks about different things and, you know, their beliefs and in, in spirits and, you know, in suicide and stuff like that. And to me, that's just, you know, again, it kind of goes back to what we discussed earlier, mm-hmm. you know, about mm-hmm. these spirits and how active they are. So, you know, again, if you think it's just the Indian thing, it's not, you mm-hmm. know, check out that uh, suicide forest or whatever they call it mm-hmm. in Japan. Yeah. And uh, it's a amazing, amazing show to watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll wrap it up right here. Uh, everybody, go ahead and 
plug up your stuff. <laughs> plug it up. Uh, Russell's got to go file down. Hey, let's go. File his nails down. Here, I'll go. I'll go first this time. Um, you you can find me on uh, on Facebook, Yehola Tiger. Um, on TikTok, One Man Band Nine One Eight. Um, I believe that's it, Chris. Uh, yes, uh, you can find me at uh, Christopher Honka Hill on Instagram and on TikTok. But oh. Uh, I'm at Skoden underscore cinema on Instagram and then got the two Facebook pages. Uh, I haven't been kind of quiet over there uh, lately. I just been super busy. I have like three episodes. I just can't ever find the time to record them. I'm just tired by the time I get home, but I do have new episodes. I just haven't recorded them yet. I just got to do all the research on it. So. What about the pump? Oh yeah, see, I got, I do have episodes recorded for that, but um, we ran into some technical issues. Can't got the same problem Chris has. Can't ever hear my my partner. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang man, or try to crank his levels up, but yeah, it's a pump action uh, underscore podcast uh, on Instagram too. We talk about action movies, and it's coming. Like we got like six episodes recorded, seven episodes recorded for that one, and uh, but yeah, we might have to redo some and. I gotta. He says some naughty words, so I gotta. I gotta Beep. bleep him out because. How dare he? Know, no. Yeah. You know, well, the testosterone flows. Sometimes. Oh yeah, <laughs> with the action movies. Yeah. <laughs> Just drinking so tech. Yeah. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> drinking bone broth. And <laughs> eating bones. Eating, yeah. Gnawing <laughs> on turkey legs. <laughs> All right, everybody, go check them out. Go follow them. Follow us at Reservation Underscore Mysteries on TikTok. Follow us or subscribe to our YouTube channel, Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation as well. Um, we are hey, going to... Be- before before you go any further on that, y'all driving me crazy. I see we have all these views on our YouTube and there's no likes. Come on, man. Y'all got to <laughs> like the page, man. Don't subscribe. do us like that. Subscribe, like the page. Come on now. Go ahead, Russell. Sorry. Subscribe to us, like it. Um, we are going to be in Ufala October twenty first. That's going to be tonight, uh, the twenty second, Okmogi at the Omniplex, and then we'll we're going to be in Ponca City at the is that the uh, Powell Grounds? Yeah, the Powell Grounds for the Ponca Nation October twenty eighth, and then October twenty ninth will be in Oto. At their uh, powwow grounds, uh, at the encampment, yeah. So go check us out at one of these shows. Um, tell your story, and let us know. You know, uh, if you have any scary stories, send them our way as well. Instagram or on Facebook or our email. And let's see, I was gonna say something else too. Oh yeah, we're gonna do a Halloween episode. So special treat for everybody. We're going to try to give you guys three episodes this month. Um, we're talking about doing like some sort of contest to where send us uh, your best costume contest. And uh, whoever wins, we got a special prize for you guys. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be good, too. Yeah. It'll be worth your while. So yes. Get your scary outfit on or scariest outfit will win. Some of y'all don't even need to dress up. Oh, oh, that, that was that was Mr. Oh, Randall. Bloody. Randall. Oh, bloody. <laughs> just, just send us a selfie. <laughs> I, 
I just want to say that was Mr. Double Deuce Randall. Just don't be blanking at all of us. No. Man, you guys pr- pray for him. Put some uh, tobacco out for him. You know, that's created to have mercy on him like that way. No. That's cold blooded, man. Dang. I'm just kidding. Dang, I got said, jokes. He said Kobe in the fourth with this I one. I got jokes. Man. No, but send us your scariest costume. And yeah, we got a we got a cool prize to uh send out wherever you're at. And looking look forward to that on October thirty first. We'll probably announce some winner like before we drop the episode. Yeah. So till next time, stay spooky, everybody. Mado. Mado. Don't forget to smudge.